Welcome to the Healing with Meg podcast. We will be talking all things acne, skin health, hormonal health, and so much more. The mission is women's optimal health. I'll be doing a mix of solo episodes, Q&A sessions, along with having experts, doctors, coaches, aestheticians, dermatologists, deep diving into women's health with a focus on skin issues. Let's dive right into the episode. Welcome to the very first episode of the Healing with Meg podcast. So I really wanted to spend this first episode talking about the psychological impact of acne. And the reason for that is because I feel we talk so much about treating acne, healing acne, and maybe even how much it hurts on a physical level. But when it comes to the mental impacts, the feeling of anxiousness, the feeling of being incredibly self-conscious and constantly worrying about someone looking at your face, someone looking at your skin, someone judging you for the way you look. I don't know that that's necessarily talked about as much. I mean, it's definitely changed over the past few years. And it's actually been just over two years that I've had my Instagram account now. And one of the first ever posts I made was all about the psychological impact of acne. Because I had had genuinely just such a battle with myself for so long. So just to give you a bit of background, I was around 12 when I developed acne and now I'm in my 30s so I have a lot of experience and with hindsight you can understand so much more and being in my 30s now I feel like I know myself as a person a heck of a lot more than I did when I was a teen and even in my 20s. So what I experienced on a personal level is really just feeling like I didn't ever want people to look at me. And the interesting thing about this for me is that even before I had acne, I was actually very um, self-conscious and I didn't really want people to look at me. But then when I developed acne, this just got even worse for me. Now, I don't want this to be like a depressing episode. It's the first one, so I want it to be some kind of a a kind of uplifting episode for you. So I'm going to give you some tips around helping helping yourself when it comes to feeling crappy about your skin, feeling self-conscious. And we're also going to touch on anxiety and depression and more um, more serious mental health issues and how they all link together because I have my own theories of how this all links together. So I know if you're listening, you probably want to feel better and I'm guessing you probably just want your acne to be healed. You probably just want your skin to clear up and then you feel that you will feel better, which is probably partly true. So I will say, uh, you know, having acne for over 15 years and then now not having acne, I can tell you, yes, it does feel great. It does feel really good. 
to have clear skin and my confidence has definitely improved not just because of healing my skin I think it's because I'm in my 30s now and just being in your 30s just makes a whole load of difference from being in your teenagers or in your 20s um your confidence just naturally kind of grows as you do get older and you have more experience and you I guess grow up a little bit and realize that people don't really care about you as much as you think they do and not in a heartless way I just mean that people aren't as interested or like um people aren't thinking about you as much as you think they are uh, so that brings me on to one of my first tips for you if you are feeling really self-conscious and you're just sick and tired of your skin being a problem and maybe your skin is kind of uh, creating a barrier between you and your friends or maybe having a relationship or even with your family it's it's making you feel insecure and just generally just crappy and self-conscious my first piece of kind of advice for you would be that honestly if there's anything I've learned it is that people are really not as bothered about your skin as much as you are. Your friends and, and people that love and care about you actually don't really care so much about your skin. It's really you that is focused on your skin. You have this hyper focus on your skin and obsessing over how it looks in different lights and wondering if someone is judging you for the way your skin is looking but honestly I could not give less of a crap if the people around me have skin problems or not the only thing I care about is that they are happy and if their skin is making them sad then that makes me sad but on a on a kind of surface level on a physical level I don't give a damn if my partner if my friend if my family member has pimples or has I don't know whatever going on their face if they have hair on the like I just don't care because I don't care about the way they look okay I don't care about the way they look and not in a kind of like not in an uninterested way like I I mean just as though I I care about the person that my friend is. I care about the person that my family member is. I care about the conversations we're having. I care about how happy they are and whatever they're dealing with in life. Them having acne on their skin or rosacea or whatever it may be, I just don't care. Like it doesn't it doesn't affect me for the most part. I'm not interested in how their skin looks. I am not hyper-focused on how it looks in different lighting. I do not care. And I can almost guarantee you that your friends, your family members, people who genuinely care about you, they don't care about your skin. And if they do care about your skin and it's coming from a, a negative place, maybe they've made comments to you. Uh, I'm guessing you've probably had unsolicited advice. I have had that too. Then that's something different that we're talking about that's just plain rude um but also at the same time even though because okay let's let's be completely honest if someone does have a skin issue 
um, yes, you may notice that. Of course, it's on their face, you may notice that. That's fine. But the, um, the space that that takes up in my brain, like if I see someone with a pimple or with a skin issue, rosacea, whatever it may be, it will maybe take up what, like a second of my mind and then I literally do not care. There are some people who, under the guise of thinking that they are helping you, they will try give you advice on your skin and they will, sometimes they will think it's coming from a, a good genuine place of trying to help you and other times, I don't know, I don't know sort of what percentage of people do this, but I do think that sometimes people will try bring you down with certain comments. Um, I've certainly had this. So you never know where someone's intentions are. So if someone gives you unsolicited advice on your skin, maybe it's a friend or a family member, you really have to determine a few things about that person. In your heart, do they genuinely care about you? Do they genuinely love you? Are they doing it with good intentions? So that's one thing to look at. And then second of all, if they are, then, and they've given you unsolicited advice, uh, they've made you feel self-conscious about your skin, it's okay to say to them, look, please don't comment on my skin. It's really not helpful. I'm doing all I can right now. I'm working with my doctor or my coach or whoever it may be. I'm really working on healing my skin and you commenting on it is really not helpful. You're fine to say something like that. In fact, it's really important that you do say something like that because there are some people who will never experience skin issues in their life. Um, and yes, they are, I was gonna say lucky, but I guess there's many different ways to look at that. Let's say you have a friend who has perfectly clear skin and she's always had perfectly clear skin. I have these friends and they give you unsolicited advice. Sometimes they just genuinely don't realize how much of an emotional and psychological toll it's causing for you. Uh, and so in that case, communicating that to them is so so helpful for them and you because they will stop doing it if they don't stop doing it that's an issue and that's where you really need to put your foot down and if after a few times you've told them to stop you know to stop giving you advice and they have still spoken about your skin then that's really something for you to look at and maybe it's time to enforce stronger boundaries and to maybe just take some time out of the friendship and if they ask why just say well look i've i've tried to tell you that this is making me feel deeply uncomfortable but you're just not listening to me i don't ever want to give the advice to like cut people off because i've definitely done that in my 20s and when i was a teenager and i i definitely regret cutting people off in i wish i would have had the tools to be able to communicate rather than cut people off cutting people off should be a, a last resort really because at the end of the day we all make mistakes we all say things that we regret and it's much better to try communicate to work it out rather than to cut someone off uh, because they made a certain comment it can be really uncomfortable to have these conversations with people but i highly recommend at least trying to have this conversation whether it's in person or text or whatever 
at least have a go at letting them know uh, how you're feeling before you cut someone off. And then moving on to another sort of person that may uh, make these certain comments. Some people are just plain rude and they project things onto you that they feel about themselves. Maybe they'll tell you to use a certain face wash or to drink more water. We've all heard that one, right? And these often come from people that don't know you as a, as a person. So honestly, you just tell them, that's, look, that's really rude, or just, just ignore them. Um, there's really no, there's no best way around this. I've certainly had these comments, uh, you know, I've shared on my Instagram before, I've had a manager, a male manager. This was when I was in my early 20s as well, which is, when you're in your early 20s, at least for me, I was just self-conscious in general. I was self-conscious about my body, about the way I looked. The way I looked was like the most important thing to me. So my skin, I pretty much all the time had some kind of breakout. And I was working at, I won't say where I was working actually. Um, let's just say it was a hotel. I was a receptionist and I was at university at the time as well. And I always wore makeup uh, to cover up my acne. But yeah, my manager at the time said something like, he, he just looked at me and, and said to me, what's, what's that on your face? And he, he was like pointing and it sounds so small, like someone saying something to you like that, it sounds so small and petty, like why would you even be bothered about someone saying that to you? But when you have acne, and if you listen to this you will understand, when you have acne it's, it's so painful mentally and physically that someone bringing it up just causes this emotional reaction in you and for me like at that moment I felt so much shame because he'd said it where other people could hear as well and just knowing that he noticed my skin and he felt like it was okay to say something it was just it was a crossing of boundaries and I just felt so embarrassed and humiliated and I literally had no comeback because I was kind of a bit shocked and embarrassed and I had no comeback. I, I can't even remember, I don't think I even said anything because I was just embarrassed to be honest. I think I just wanted to like leave. Of course, I wish I had said something. I wish I told him to, you know, to not be so rude. But this is kind of off on a tangent, but just in that particular experience, what was interesting as well, and, and this is why it's always important to I, d I don't, I don't advocate for an overanalyzing things, but I am going to over overanalyze something here, right? So, um, in that particular instance, uh, this this person, he was a man. He was my manager. He was a fair bit older than me, and actually, what was interesting is that he had been trying to get me to go for a meal with him. Um, I'm guessing on on a date. With hindsight, I understand I was I was in my early, I think it was about 21. Uh, now it's obviously 10 years later. And, with, and now I can understand, actually, I think he was interested in me. Um, so looking at his intentions in that moment, 
Sometimes there will be people who will try to embarrass you or bring you down a peg or two as a way to knock at your self-esteem, potentially because they're interested in you or because they're jealous of you. There are so many different reasons that people would say these comments to you. It's not always because of the reason you think. It's it's not necessarily that they think, oh, I, that's gross that they have they have skin issues or whatever. It's not necessarily that. It it could be that someone is trying to bring you down a peg or two, consciously or not. They may not even be aware what, of what they are doing. So I know. I mean, I've spoken to hundreds of you if not thousands of you at this point about how your mental health is impacted by acne. And a lot of it is actually due to people people making these comments, even family members making these comments. Uh, it could be a parent or um, your sister or brother who says things. And we really have to we really have to look at their intentions uh, set the boundaries and I've just realized I've gone on such a long tangent here um, but coming back to the original point of most people the majority of people do not actually care about your skin as much as you think they do in feeling self-conscious Please remember that it is so normal and it's a part of being human to feel self-conscious. Everyone feels self-conscious about something, whether it's their height or their weight, or maybe they have thinning hair, or maybe they don't like the way their nose looks, or whatever it may be, people are always self-conscious about something. And this brings me on to my next tip for you is remembering that everyone is self-conscious. Even when your skin clears up, you will still probably feel self-conscious about something. Something will take its place. I feel like as humans, we have this this thing, this um, where we think that once we get this, once we once we have clear skin, we're gonna feel 100% confident, we're gonna make all our dreams come true, we're gonna get that relationship that we want. And honestly, it's not necessarily true. Maybe you will feel a bit more confident, maybe you will be more likely to go for things that you wouldn't have done before. But honestly, I can tell you from my experience that Yes, my skin being clear has made me feel more confident, but honestly, one and I've talked about this quite a few times, once my skin cleared up and was like, you know, say 90%, 95% clear, I could actually start to see that there were wrinkles on my face. And because there were, because there wasn't acne to cover up the wrinkles, and to some people that may not that that may sound really weird but um when you've had severe acne so i have had severe acne and because i've had it all over my face um it, it did actually cover up some of my fine lines and my wrinkles or at least it detracted my attention from the wrinkles to my uh, to acne once your skin clears up it is likely that that thing that you are self-conscious about will just be replaced by something else. 
just know you're human you're likely always going to feel self-conscious about something and you're never necessarily going to feel a hundred percent self-confident a hundred percent confident in the way you look i think just knowing that is really helpful at least for me just knowing that you know what there's always going to be something i feel self-conscious about whether it's a part of my body as my you know my body changes how it's changed over the years i feel self-conscious about certain parts of my body that i never used to even think about when i was younger these things just change it's okay to feel self-conscious and just getting out of your own head and realizing this and realizing how self-conscious that other people feel as well is actually quite helpful. Um, putting your focus and attention on the other person. So if you're talking to the other person, just putting your focus on them, getting out of your own head. And yeah, this may be easier said than done, but it becomes a habit. If you start to do it and start to intentionally do this, putting your focus on the other person, being interested in the other person and just letting go of thinking about your skin all the time because it is absolutely exhausting and honestly I, I truly wish I had spent less time worrying about my skin I really really do I wish when I was a teen and when I was in my 20s I, I wish I had spent less time worrying about my skin <laughs> So that was talking about feeling self-conscious when you have acne, which is very normal. But what about when we're talking about more serious mental health, actual mental health illnesses and issues? So what about when we're talking about anxiety and depression? This is a little bit different because just telling yourself, oh, just, just don't think about it, or when you have serious anxiety or depression, that's actually not helpful this is a different thing so just to separate the two there they are different things it's, it's different just feeling self-conscious and you know worrying what people think about your skin is one thing but then in another bucket there is feeling uh, or developing depression and experiencing anxiety whether it's social anxiety or general anxiety or both i've got an interesting stat for you I've posted about this so many times. So in the first year following an acne diagnosis, patients have a 63% increased risk of developing depression compared to patients who did not have acne. A 63% increased risk of developing depression. That is huge. That is really huge. And it very much lines up with all the experiences I've heard from you. And I have my own theories about this, which I will briefly talk about. But first of all, I want to share my own experience where, when it comes to depression and anxiety. So for me, it's a bit complex because there's a lot more to the story when it comes to um, anxiety and depression for me. It wasn't all because of acne it was kind of a mixed bag of things. And I know for me, I went on the birth control pill at age 14. And for me, unfortunately, the birth control pill caused me, or at least contributed to my mood issues. So I experienced a lot of anxiety and panic attacks and depression in the end. 
and I went on antidepressants. So I was on the birth control pill for over 10 years and I think I'll do a whole other episode about the birth control pill and my experience. And feel free to send me your experiences with the birth control pill. Maybe I'll do more episodes on this uh, because it's something I'm very passionate about having heard so many people's stories with mental health, uh, the birth control pill and acne. Because I, of course, I was put on the birth control pill at 14 for acne. I didn't need it for contraception, I was just put on it for acne. And that definitely contributed to my mental health issues. But here's, here's one of my theories as to why so many people with acne have depression, or experience depression and anxiety. My theory is kind of twofold. So, of course we know that having acne, especially severe acne, and this doesn't apply to everyone, Having acne may cause you to feel more self-conscious, worried about the way you look, and honestly, over time, that really does build up and it weighs on you and it becomes a burden. And I think just that simple fact over time, if you have acne for years and years, for me, it was 15 years, that really becomes a big part of your life and it kind of compounds, I guess. And just all those little, those little micro moments of worrying about your skin and the kind of the feelings of hope when you try a new product and then the disappointment when it doesn't work and your skin may be clearing up for a week and then your skin getting a lot worse the next week. It's, it's a really is a roller coaster. So I think all of those little micro moments add up and could have you feeling basically crappy. And then we do know from the medical literature how gut health impacts your skin. We also know that gut health massively impacts your mental health, your brain health. So I think for a lot of people with chronic acne who have gut issues going on, which I know will apply to many of you, including me, that could be a contributing factor to why someone would uh, experience depression. If your gut is, is not in good health, you're more likely to experience depression and anxiety and acne. That's my theory there. I think a lot of it is to do with gut health, but also, as I said, the buildup of just dealing with acne in general, it's just, it's not fun, is it? I mean, there's no point of it where it's enjoyable or fun. Yes, there are lessons that you can learn from having it. And yes, I'm sure we can see the blessings. With hindsight, at least, we can see the blessings. But honestly, it's just not fun, is it? And I'm just going to recap now. So just the, the couple of tips to help you if if you are struggling psychologically with acne. First of all, I do want to say that please reach out for help. Speak to your family member, your friend, speak to a therapist, a counsellor, someone who has experience with mental health. Then of course, as I mentioned, there's two things. So really remembering that no one cares about your skin as much as you do, first of all and to always put your focus on other people. So if you're having a conversation with someone, if you're in a group, just put your focus on other people rather than obsessing about what they are thinking of you. So we are coming to the 
end of this episode. So thank you so much for listening to the first episode of this podcast. I look forward to doing the next episode and I would love it if you would send me a message. Let me know if you've listened to the podcast. Let me know if you have any feedback, any ideas for future topics. And thank you so much for listening and I will see you next time. Make sure to subscribe.